0: RadioMD.
1: RadioMD.com.
0: Train your body. Here's exercise physiologist Melanie Cole, MS.
1: So is walking really a workout? You all know from listening to me all these years that I love walking. I can walk 45 miles. It's my favorite thing to do. But is it really enough? Does it burn enough calories? Does it get you in enough shape? You know, does it protect against heart disease? How do you take it up to the next level? My guest is Michelle Stanton. She's a walking coach and a certified fitness instructor. Welcome to the show, Michelle. So for those of us that like to walk and walk and walk and walk, is this really enough of a workout or aren't we really doing enough?
0: Well, it depends on how you're walking. One of the great things about walking is, number one, we all know how to do it and it's enjoyable. But what happens a lot of times when we walk is we get into a very comfortable pace and it actually becomes more energy efficient so we're not burning as many calories. So you've got to push yourself out of that comfort zone. And one of the things I recommend um, to do that is interval working workouts interval walks. So what you're doing is you're speeding up for 30 seconds to a minute, and then you go back to your regular walk for an equal amount of time or maybe double, so, you know, a minute or two, and then you pick up the pace again, and you get your heart pumping. And if you're doing this and walking faster, you really can get all the benefits of vigorous exercise. You just need to put a little bit more effort into your walk.
1: What's faster? I mean, I walk at four and a half miles an hour or four. If I'm feeling exhausted one day, I'll go at three, eight. I pick it up to four, you know, but what? Great. So when I pick it up past that, it feels like I'm jogging then and I'm not walking and I hate jogging.
0: Right. Well, and you know, that's so interesting. I hear that all the time. So many women love to walk. But then when they think they need, when you know, okay, i got to lose a couple of pounds or i got to get in shape for this event, then they try running or they'll do, you know, one of these real high-intensity workouts. And a lot of times I've heard from them that they get injured because they overdo it, yet they like walking. So why not put some of that effort into your walk and you can get better results? As far as the speed, it really depends on, you know, where you're starting from. For some people who are out and taking their walks, they're walking at, you know, a 3.3 or 3.5 mile per hour pace, and that's comfortable for them. And that's, you know, they go out, they do the same route every day, and that's the same pace. So, you know, they're going to push it up, and they're going to start to work to get more closer to that four miles per hour. You're already up up above four miles per hour. So, again, you can still push it up. I've got women who are walking five, 5.2 miles per hour paces for their intervals, and sometimes even a little higher. Um, the key, if you're already walking fast and it kind of feels like you're jogging, is you need to add some technique. No matter what level you're at, a little technique is going to help you to go faster, burn more calories, and get more of those benefits. Some of the key things with technique is, first of all, you want to stand up tall. and Especially this time of the year with the winter, so many, and myself included, I do this, We're kind of hunched over. When we walk, to try and stay warm and avoid the wind. But we also do it in the summer when the sunlight's kind of coming down, into even if you're wearing sunglasses and you kind of are looking down. So a lot of people walk looking at their feet. And we really need to stand up tall. You want to be looking out about 10 to 20 um, feet ahead of you, even out at the horizon if you can, so your chin is level to the ground, your shoulders are back. It helps you breathe better, especially as you start to pick up the pace. So that's the first thing. And when we run, we don't run with our arms down at our sides. So when you're walking fast, you want to bend your arms and bring them up to a 90 degree angle. You want them swinging forward and back, not out to the sides, chicken arms or chicken wings as I call them. Forward and back from about chest height to back to the hip and really pump them. Draw your elbows back. You can actually get a nice little upper body workout when you're doing that. Um, and then the other key is when people start to try and walk faster, their inclination is to take longer strides. I'm tall, so everybody says I can walk fast because I've got long legs. That's really not the key. If you want to go faster, you want when you're stepping forward, you actually want to take a shorter step forward and take more quick, short steps. What happens is it makes it easier for your body to kind of roll over your foot and go faster. If you're stepping your foot real far out, it's almost acting like a brake, and you have to work a lot harder to pull your body up over that leg for your next step. So the key is stand up tall, bend those arms, and take shorter, quicker steps to get faster.
1: Michelle I'm 4 foot 10 or 11 so standing up tall is not that easy for me but I try and I hear what you're saying you need to really keep your chest up and your and your head up and you know don't look at your feet don't hunch all down so I get that now what about shoes because I'm always telling people I like running shoes the best even though I'm a walker because mm-hmm. they seem to support my feet so much better than walking shoes are just they just don't do it for me so what do you tell people about shoes if they're going to be a walker
0: you are not alone. Most, almost all of my walkers that I've ever coached, most of them wear running shoes. Um, there's a lot more variety out there, and one of the things that I find can slow people down is if they're wearing a shoe. And a lot, some of the walking, a lot of the walking shoes are um, heavier than the running shoes. They've got a, some of them are stiffer soles, and so you want something that's a little more lightweight. And a little more flexible. The shoe should be at end easily at the ball of the foot. Um, if you give it a twist, you want a little bit of twist there, not too much. Um, and again, depending on the person, ke- comfort is key. If it doesn't feel good when you're wearing it, don't buy it. And it should feel good right from the start. You shouldn't have to break it in. Um, but a lighter weight shoe, something that's more flexible, and that's going to allow you to um, land on the heel, roll through the foot, and push off with your toes. And that's going to give you more of that power for your stride. So, again, running shoes are perfectly fine to walk in. Never run in walking shoes, but you can walk in running shoes. Um, I say
1: the same thing, and cross trainers as well. You don't want to use cross trainers right. for any kind of distance, right? Right.
0: Right. Cross trainers are more designed for some side-to-side motion. You, so a running or a walking shoe, but again, uh, lightweight, flexible. You don't want a heavy shoe that kind of weighs you down. You don't want a big, clunky, thick heel um, that, again, can kind of act more as a brake than allowing your foot to kind of roll through that natural motion. And comfort is the key. And if you're going to be doing longer walks, going more distance, I've got walkers who train for 10Ks and half marathons and marathons, go up a half a size. What happens, the longer you're on your feet, your feet swell. um, So you may need that extra length in the shoe. Um, And, you know, shop at the end of the day. Our feet are at the largest size at the end of the day. So you're going to get a better fit if you shop at the end of the day.
1: And don't take your shoes off mid-walk. If you're doing, like, the Avon walk or something, oh, yes. taking those <laughs> shoes off is about really the worst, really worst thing you can do, even yes. if you feel like you got blisters, because then those feet just swell right up, and oh, my Absolutely. goodness. Well, and Now, what if, what if you get some pain?
0: What if you get some pain?
1: What if you get some checked. pain, like heel pain, you know, plantar mm-hmm. fasciitis, any of that stuff? Do you think it's blaming the shoes, blaming the distance, the surface you're walking on?
0: It could be any one of those. Um, One of the keys with uh, people running into pain is they tend to overdo it. So if you're progressing, um, if you're working on speed, don't increase your distance. If you're working on distance, don't also try to be increasing your speed. Break that up. Um, So, for example, when I train walkers for half marathons or marathons, we have one, one day a week where we do our long walk, and I always tell them to don't push speed on that walk. That walk is for the distance, so don't push the speed. We'll have another walk during the week where you focus on speed, and then you're going to be doing a shorter walk. You also want to progress gradually. So if you're just starting out and you go out and take a walk 10 minutes a day, the next week go to 15 minutes and then to 20. Don't start with 10-minute walks and or, or worse. Get off the couch and start trying to walk an hour a day. Overuse is one of the biggest reasons people get injured. Um, If you are wearing shoes that um, don't have enough support or have been broken down, that can increase your chance of injury. So a key is that you should be around 300 to 500 miles is the lifespan of a walking or running shoe. So, you know, kind of mark the date that you get it and kind of keep tabs on, you know, how much you're walking. But for most people, if you're walking, you know, kind of 30 minutes, five days a week, it's going to be about every six months that you're going to need to replace those shoes.
1: And that is great walking advice. So get up, walk around, walk around more in the day. Get yourself a good pair of shoes. This is Melanie Cole. You're listening to Train Your Body with the American College of Sports Medicine right here on Radio MD. Thanks for listening and stay well.